Welcome, you're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast, and I'm your host, Ida Globik. I photograph weddings and elopements in Europe, and I'm also a content creator. This is the show where I provide wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a sustainable brand and business. Hi there, I'm so glad that you're tuning into My Wedding Season, the podcast. Every Monday, I spend 10 minutes or less talking to you about all things that are relevant to us currently as wedding photographers. In the past three episodes, I focused on the lack of representation of black people in the wedding industry and dived into how to diversify your portfolio while avoiding tokenism. Today, I'm changing gears to talk about how we can go about photographing weddings during this pandemic. While some photographers have had all of their weddings switched to micro-weddings or postponed to next year, the rest of us still have weddings with many guests this year. I have yet to photograph my first wedding this year and in preparation have been doing my homework to make sure that I'm taking all the necessary precautions to stay safe and keep others safe. I have heard from a number of photographers that there's barely any physical distancing at the weddings that they've been to and that barely anyone wears masks. If you're listening to this, I'm guessing that you also believe that this coronavirus is not immune to weddings and that we need to take the situation seriously. The past couple of weeks, I've been thinking long and hard about which safety measures I should be taking at weddings. I also turned to fellow photographers by posting this question on the Facebook group, Weddings and Wanderlust, Adventure Photographers led by Maddie May. So many photographers were kind enough to share their experiences and advice with me. I'm sure that I'm not the only one in this position, so I thought it would be valuable information to share with you as well. So let us start with the basics. And although my husband keeps making fun of me for often making lists on my podcast episodes and blog posts, I just can't resist. I'm going to break it down into three main categories. Number one, the basics. We've been hearing it on end for months now. Wash your hands, keep your distance, and wear a mask. Nevertheless, I think it is important to get a refresher. The CDC, Center for Disease Control, recommends washing your hands often with soap for at least 20 seconds, especially after blowing your nose, sneezing, or coughing. If you can't wash your hands, then use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. Avoid touching your nose, eyes, mouth if you don't have clean hands. Stay at least 6 feet or 2 meters away from people. Cover your mouth and nose with a mask in public settings. Number 2. Before the wedding. Stay up to date. The regulations put forth by the authorities in relation to the number of cases changes quite often. Therefore, make sure that you're well informed about the current rules. Communicate with your couples. Keep an open dialogue with your couples. Let them know what safety measures you'll be taking at their wedding. Share with them any tips you may have as to how they can create a safe environment for themselves, their guests, and their vendors. Number three, at the wedding. Wear a mask. Make sure that you pack at least two good quality masks, preferably with adequate filters. Carry hand sanitizers and disinfection wipes with you. Make them readily accessible so that you can easily clean your hands or commonly touch surfaces throughout the day. 
and also take lotion along in case your hands get dry. Take your own food and drink. You cannot be certain about how food is being handled at the venue. It could be that they just set out a buffet which could easily be contaminated. The same goes for refreshments. And as a bonus point, if you normally wear eyeglasses like myself, consider wearing contact lenses instead. That way you avoid your eyeglasses constantly getting fogged up and it is one less thing to worry about. And when it comes to photographing the wedding, take a zoom lens. This will help you to take pictures from a distance instead of feeling the need to get up close and personal. It can be particularly helpful to avoid getting on the dance floor or staying clear of any other crowded areas. Prioritize fresh air. For example, if the bride or groom are getting ready in a small room, open any available windows and if there are too many people, like family members hanging around, kindly ask them to step out of the room. Better yet, if you can do the photos outside, do just that. Keep clean. If you take any detail shots, like of the rings, wash or disinfect your hands before and after. Also wipe down all your equipment after the wedding. Keep your hands to yourself. And if you're anything like me, where under normal circumstances, I personally make slight adjustments to the bride's hair or dress, but during this pandemic, avoid doing so. Instead, ask someone else that the bride anyway has close physical contact with to take over making these adjustments, like her bridesmaid. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I had reached out on Facebook to photographers who had already photographed weddings this summer. Jack Olivia Griffin said, hand gestures like thumbs up and pumping fists in excitement help with communication for me when it comes to photos. It helps show the excitement that is in my voice since they can't really see my facial expressions. Gabby Wallace said, after the event, I thoroughly sanitized my hands before taking off my mask and my equipment. When I get home, I take off all my clothing and put it in the bin outside and hop in the shower right away. Since your car is technically a contamination zone, I often go down the next morning to spray and wipe down my seat, steering wheel, etc. And here are some closing thoughts. If you are at a wedding and the couple asks you to do something that makes you uncomfortable or puts you at risk of getting the virus, you have the right to say no. We need to keep it always in mind the seriousness of this virus and that there's a line between serving our clients well and putting our health at risk. In the same token, if you have any symptoms or you know that you've been in contact with someone who has COVID-19, do not go to the wedding. You have a responsibility to keep others safe. Tell your couples in a timely manner and help them in organizing a replacement. It is a tough time and this pandemic has affected all of us, some worse than others, but I assure you that this too shall pass. We just need to all be careful, compassionate, and strong. In the show notes, I've compiled all that I talked about into a checklist for you, so don't worry about jotting everything down. I've also linked relevant information sources about COVID-19 for you. And if you're a bride or groom who happened to come across this podcast, here are the suggestions laid out by WHO, the World Health Organization, for your wedding. Always check local guidelines before planning your event. Number one, brief guests about precautions before the event starts. During the event, remind guests of these precautions and ensure they are followed. Number two, choose outdoor venues over indoor spaces. 
If indoors, ensure the area is well ventilated. Number three, minimize crowding by staggering arrivals and departures, numbering entries, designating seats, places, and marking the floor to ensure physical distancing between people of at least one meter. Number four, provide all necessary supplies, hand hygiene stations, hand sanitizer, or soap and water, tissues, closed lid bins, distance markers, and masks. I realize that couples still want to have their dream wedding, but that doesn't excuse neglecting to implement the safety guidelines that have been laid out. I really do hope that this podcast episode has been helpful to you. Please pass it along to fellow photographers that may also find it valuable. The next podcast episode will be up in two weeks. Since the wedding season is officially starting for me, doing an episode every week doesn't seem realistic. So I'll first see how two-week intervals work out, and I'll make adjustments to the schedule if necessary. I do hope that you tune in again. To keep up with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Ida Glovik, A-I-D-A-G-L-O-W-I-K, although I'm not one to post daily, far from it. Otherwise, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Deezer. This way you will not miss an episode. Stay safe and wash your hands. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I would love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For show notes, today's freebie, and even more goodness, head on over to idas-blog.com forward slash podcast. Cheering you on, and until next time.